host, JPC, talking about childhood to travel to film and TV, jokes, science, even weird news, delivered from all of us to all of you. No topic is too small, here on your weekly Paul and All. Let's go! Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Paul and All. As always, I'm your host, Paul Casey, and I'm joined by one of the few people who's actually been on all of the Clock Shelves shows. Go ahead and reintroduce yourself, sir. What's going on, guys? My name is Pat, also known as King Cash. Welcome back to the show. It's been quite a while since we've had you on here. Yeah, man, I'm I'm definitely excited to, to be back on, and uh, I always love doing this stuff with you, so looking forward to it. Now, I messaged you the other day and said that I had kind of a content creator question, because for anybody who doesn't know, Pat uh, streams on his Twitch channel. He does very well over there, actually just um, recently did a subathon thing for the launch of a new game and he was on and he was interacting with people and got some donations and a lot of chat and everything like that um so basically okay here's we're gonna get a little little personal here perhaps with this kind of question so okay um people know uh, if they kind of follow like clock shelves and things like that um Kind of after the L.A. trip that I took last year, I kind of kept going with Paul and all, even though I fell off that a little bit. I kept going with Wrestling Renegades, but I fell very, very behind with Lost with Friends. And in that, um, I kind of I kind of fell into a bit of a kind of depression. And then I was just it wasn't that I wasn't motivated, but there were just, you know, a few other factors in there and whatever. And I know that kind of towards the end of last year, uh, you and a few of your uh, fellow Twitch streamers that you're friends with uh took a bit of a break from putting things up on Twitch and things like that. So I was wondering, um, cause I saw this, somebody commented on this on a, on a YouTube video I was watching the other day. And I was wondering if you ever got the feeling when you were coming back into it, that you had to kind of make it a big deal. Like the fact that you were coming back, like for me, it was okay. So I went say two or three weeks without posting a loss with friends, maybe, you know, one or two other podcasts or things like that. So I went a few weeks and I was like, okay, some people have noticed and you know, it's, it's out there. Okay. I haven't posted. And then it got to about week five or six and then seven, eight, nine, ten, and so on. And then it started to kind of build up in my own head of, okay, well, it's been this long. When I come back, I need to come back strong. I need to come back with like a good episode, a good discussion or multiple episodes or something like that. And I kind of psyched myself out of posting because I kind of built it up in my own head of if I'm going to come back, I need to come back strong. Did you, when you were away from Twitch, did you ever get that feeling or do you ever get that feeling when you take a personal break? Uh, yeah, I would say absolutely. So I took that break because for a couple of reasons, uh, one, I had a lot of stuff like going on with work and all kinds of, you know, nonsense with that. But, uh, the bigger reason was more of, I guess, outside, I wouldn't say interference, but, you know, outside issues that were going on and everything like that. Uh, I felt like my content was actually taking like a hit for it. Like, I feel like I wasn't, um, I wasn't creating the content that I wanted to put my name on. You know what I mean? So it was one of those things for me where it was like, I needed to take the time. I kind of had to readjust and kind of reinvigorate myself. And when I came back, it was one of those things that I didn't make a huge deal out of it. You know, I did, uh, I did make it like a point to say I was taking some time off and then I made it a point to say like, Hey, this is my first stream back and we're going to be back to our regular schedule of streaming, you know, five, six days a week, uh, from this point forward. But for me, it was more about like, I guess my own mental health of it all. Um, my own, like, uh, creative content and getting you know just rejuvenating myself so that i could give a hundred percent of it 
um, you know, because I felt like I wasn't. Uh, there was a lot of times where I was streaming and I kind of felt like I wasn't um, I wasn't just I wasn't creating what something I would want to watch, you know, and that's kind of how I um, stack myself is it's one of those things where it's like if I'm streaming, I want to make sure that it's content that I would watch myself uh, because how can I expect someone else to take the time uh to pay attention to my content if I'm not exactly happy with my own content. You know what I mean? I know exactly because, um, so part of my issue, in addition to anything personal that I had going on, um, I know since day one, uh, when I decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of dive headfirst into doing these podcasts. I started Paul and all and lost with friends at the same time. Paul and or I'm sorry lost with friends is the bigger show it gets more downloads I, I don't always look at exact figures but it gets more streams it gets more downloads it gets more uh interaction you know like activity on Facebook and Twitter and stuff if it likes and retweets and comments and shares and things like that and I know that and part of it for me was it became almost too formulaic in what I was doing with it because it would be okay get and not that I have an issue with anybody I mean you know you're you're a guest on there and I love talking with you I love talking with Jake and Kevin and Liam and everybody else it became an issue of were the conversations that I was having with the people getting a little stale which I felt like they might have been because I know at one point I was having Jake and Kevin and Liam on like several times within a month and I was putting out like two episodes a week. And so for say a month out of like, I don't know, 12 episodes, I'd say about uh, six to eight of them had one of those three people on there. So like, it, you know, like you said, would people want to, consume the content I'm putting out it might get a little boring you know like if I had if I had a show with you like every week I'm not saying it would get boring but it's like you kind of have to come up with like a new hook every time you know what I mean like even the wrestling show that I do with Zach which you've guested on it's we do try to change it up every so often we'll get a guest or we'll get like a new conversational topic or anything like that so even though Lost is ever changing I feel like it sometimes can get a little formulaic with doing, you know, the same, okay, here's what happened, let's talk about it. Here's what happened, let's talk about it. Here's what happened, let's talk about it sort of deal. And I felt very similar where it was like, is this something that I would want to listen to and, you know, do I want to keep putting it out there? So I totally understand that. Yeah, I think that was, you know, a big, I mean, especially for me and, you know, uh, for you, I guess it's a little different because you're, um, you're recording, you're pre-recording and everything where with me, it was live. So like for me personally, I was seeing like energy issues, uh, creativity issues. I wasn't being myself anymore because it was just one of those things where I was so run down and so tired and I was, you know, I was getting depressed because it was one of, it's been one of these things that I've been, uh, grinding for, for so long and it's, you know, it turned into something where, like, I wasn't growing at the rate that I felt I should have been, uh, which may sound like a little um, not conceited, but it's one of those things where, like, when I first started streaming and my stream, like, really started, uh, like, popping, uh, it was due to all of, you know, real-life friends uh, that were in my chat, right? I didn't have any random people that came into my chat now a lot of my real life friends uh, don't come into my chat as much anymore because I don't necessarily – I don't want to say I don't need the help, but it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, he's affiliated already. Um, you know, We don't really need to worry about it. He's got his sub button. He's making money doing this, uh, and they frequent less. You know, And I know people have their own real life stuff going on, but like for me, I started to get in my own head where it was like – Hey man, in the beginning, like all your real life friends did nothing but support you, which is awesome. And I could not thank those people enough. And then it turned into one of those things where it's like, well, if they were still with me, I'd be much closer to partner, you know, and it turns into one of those things where I started to doubt myself and doubt if it was something that like I could actually 
see myself succeeding in down the road. Um, and you know, for me, that was an unhealthy like thought process because it, I didn't get into streaming for success. I didn't get into streaming for money. Uh, it was because it was something I, I really just wanted to do, you know? And, uh, once I kind of remembered why I started doing it in the first place, uh, I was able to kind of rededicate myself to it and not allow those little things to bother me as much. And, you know, it's definitely paid off for me personally. Um, you know, and I challenge other people. I have other friends that stream, uh, people that I've become close friends with that I've never met in real life yet. Um, you know, and they ask me the same thing and I tell them that sometimes that break away can give you a little bit of clarity that allows you to kind of rededicate yourself to the craft. And, you know, you remember why, uh, you started doing it in the first place because sadly a lot of people lose that along the way. Uh, you know, I know I certainly started to, and it was nice to, uh, you know, get that back. I would, I would definitely, um, agree. And I mean, it is different because you're, you do live stuff. I do recorded stuff. Um, but I also noticed something similar with myself where, um, like you said, a lot of the, the real life friends were helping out whatever. And I mean, really you look at pretty much all of the things that I've done with the podcast and they're all built off of, uh, a lot of my losty friends or, or friends from work or whatever. And it's to the point where, I mean, obviously, like you said, with, with regards to yourself, like you can never thank those people enough. And I could never thank, I mean, you and, and everybody else enough because without everybody else, there is no Paul and all or lost with friends or, or any of that stuff. But, um, you, you mentioned something that I feel like, um, it's, it sounds very strange to say, and it does kind of sound, um, egotistical or conceited or whatever where it's like after a certain point you there is a a sense where you feel like you should probably be a little further because you know it's one of those things where you look at other people and I know as people we shouldn't compare what we have to what everybody else has but it's one of those things where like for example I've been doing this for two years now and I'm looking, going, well, why haven't I gotten any further with this? Why is it, why do only my lost friends and a few of my work friends, why are they the only ones who uh, have liked my Facebook page or follow me on Twitter or anything like that? Like, why am I not growing and, and being kind of outside the thing? And um, it, it, starts to, it starts to mess with your mind a little bit. And it's not something that you that you want to necessarily think about, but you you know you start to look at and like I'll look at even though I do podcasts, I don't do YouTube. Like I'll look at YouTubers, and I'll be like, well, by the time they were you know two years in, they were already having brand deals and they were you know living in Los Angeles and making all this money and owning a house, and I'm still sitting here in my you know at my dining room table two years later like why have i not gotten any further with it you know what i mean yeah absolutely and i think like that also it also happens in streaming a lot too you know so i can definitely understand where you're coming from because you know you look at it i like to think and you know this took a little perspective for me at least from twitch um you know a lot of people know who ninja is uh you know, if you if you're listening and you don't know who Ninja is, Ninja is essentially um, he used to be a professional uh, Halo player. Uh, gave that up, started streaming full time. Uh, was streaming for like five or six years, and just recently, um, his channel exploded this past year uh, with the emergence of that game called Fortnite. Um, essentially, he is now the biggest name on Twitch. Um, he also just grossed about $10 million off of Twitch just this past year alone. Um, so between Twitch, YouTube, he's got to deal with Red Bull. He's got to deal with Samsung. Um, he grinded, you know, for me, it was one of those things where I needed to look back and be like, hey, he was streaming for five, six years before he got to this point. And now, you know, he's not even the biggest anymore, which is crazy. Uh, you know, he was hitting numbers that people – never expected the platform to see and people are now surpassing him 
which is insane to me. But they were all doing it for a while. And then I see new streamers. Um, you know, there's this guy named Travis that I know. He's only been streaming for half the time I am. And he's probably three or four times bigger than I am. Um, you know, some people are, like for me, a little self-reflection. A lot of it was networking with other streamers, putting myself out there a little bit more. I was a little, uh, you know, we'll say, I was a little probably not selfish, but it was one of those things where it was like, I only tried to do it myself because I didn't want to be the person where, you know, five, six years from now, if I did turn into something huge, I didn't want someone to be like, well, I made him, uh, you know, the only reason he's big is because of this or that. And it was one of those things where it was like, I was literally just trying to do everything myself and not worry about, uh, trying to network with other streamers or trying to collaborate with other streamers, um, you know, and that worked against me uh, for sure. And since I've changed that, things have definitely gotten better for me. Um, still not perfect because it's something that I have to work on. Uh, YouTube's a little different too because I look at YouTube people and I know plenty of YouTubers that one video goes viral and everything just explodes, um, you know, and then there's other people that have been grinding at YouTube or podcasts for years and years and years and they don't get that break for a while, you know, but you well, need yeah. that consistency to, to get there. Well, that's the thing is like, I, I'm looking at it and like you said, like, you know, somebody who, uh, like, I, I know you, uh, you have another friend who has is like a full on, um, partner, I believe with Twitch and like, that's her full-time job. You said, you know, this other guy who's been going for like half the time as you and whatever. And that's what I always look at is like, um, I mean, I would also agree with the, the thing of, you know, you don't want anyone to say like, Oh, I, I helped you or I made you or whatever. And, and I also did that as well. My, my basic thought was like, I know that I'm putting out good content and I know that people like it. The problem is, I think, and I think this could apply to a lot of people on almost any platform. Like you said, like you, you know, with collaboration and kind of reaching out and putting yourself out there, it's fine to have something that you and maybe your friends and one or two people that aren't, you know, that aren't kind of in your circle like. But if you don't believe in yourself enough to put it out there so that the wider world can see it. It's not that it doesn't matter, but, you know, you kind of only have yourself to blame for the fact that you're not as big as you think you should be. And it's this weird thing where there's like a there was a TV writer that I like. And one of his quotes was like, I'd rather have a show that 100 people need to see than a thousand people like to see. And I on one hand, I agree with that. But on the other hand, you know, you do need to get your thing out there so that you could have a hundred dedicated people. Because if you have 20 dedicated people, that's fine. But if you just put yourself out there a little more, you could have 200 dedicated people or more. You know what I mean? Like if you kind of market yourself a little better or, um, cause my, my, one of my basic things is like, I'm putting out stuff. I'm putting out a, a lost show or a wrestling show or whatever it's so good, everyone will find it. And that's not always the case because there's, for wrestling, there's a lot of wrestling shows out there, you know? And I also found part of my issue, and this is, this is definitely like a selfish thing on my part, my thing was like, well, I'm doing this and like I share it and like uh, Zach shares it on Twitter and, I, you know, obviously you share it and there's a few other people who do, but I'm like, well, why isn't so-and-so sharing it why you know even though they've never been on the wrestling show they have no interest in wrestling i'm like well why aren't they sharing it why aren't they helping promote me and i'm and then i had to like you said kind of self-reflection and i'm like well am i promoting myself enough as well because retweeting something is fine but you kind of have to get in there and be like hey i have this thing not just rely on yourself or even just your close circle of friends yeah and i think that's something i've definitely noticed like for example uh the last show that you did with Zach, like the, uh, AEW, uh, like picture that you guys posted, like that's something that's going to make me look at it and be like, huh? Okay. Like what? 
like what's going on over here because at that time that was the hottest thing going in wrestling you know what i mean like there was so many people that were like that was everywhere you know what i mean so i thought that that was a good change for you because it was something that like it grabbed my attention as somebody that follows you on social media and for other people it's got to be one of those things where they're like oh okay well what what's going on over here like what is this about um you know so i i definitely noticed a little bit of a change there for you which i thought was pretty was pretty cool um you know but yeah i agree i think it's one of those things that like it truly is however much effort that you can put into something um without coming off as fake or facetious you know yeah um so like that was something that i had struggled with for the longest time and um you know i do have loyal people to me that they'll come into all my streams and they'll at least come stop by say what's up you obviously being one of those you come in whenever you can um you know and i have other people that i i haven't met um you know i think you know you know losi yeah so Losi's one of those guys that every time I go live, he's retweeting, he's coming into my chat, he's sending people to my channel, um, you know, and I finally get the opportunity to meet him in person uh, in March, which I'm super excited for. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, so there's a big gaming convention in Boston called PAX East, uh, and he lives like 20 minutes from the venue, so we're going to finally like meet up and I get to meet him in person, which is cool, but like I created that bond with him because I started putting myself out there more. Um, you know, and because I got to know him more and more as a person, like he's become a good friend of mine. And it's one of those things where I'm like, um, you know, one, I can't wait to meet the person like face to face, but I love the fact that we're both on an adventure and we're both, we both have the same goals. And, um, you know, it's been easy to connect with him about that because we support each other without making about me, you know, like I, or him, like I'll support him and, I'll, uh, I'll shout him out. I'll shout a bunch of his friends out. I'll drop posts for them and, you know, I'll try to put eyes on his channel and it's never about like, well, I'm going to host him because I know he's going to host me back. We genuinely are invested in each other's success at this point. Um, you know, and I think that kind of bond is what really helped me start to create some of these bridges with people and, and really get locked into this. Um, you know, YouTube, obviously podcast could be a little bit harder cause you don't have the same road of networking, but it's definitely not a, impossible, you know? And I, well, no, I've had like, actually, he even, he even retweets a lot of, a lot of the clock shelf stuff as well, whether yeah. it's something like, you know, if that, cause I, I don't think he's necessarily like a big wrestling fan, but you know, if we put a wrestling episode up, like he, he retweets that and whatever. And I don't know, cause I don't, I try not to look at the numbers or engagement because part of my thing is like I like the content that I'm putting out so I'm gonna keep doing it for you know at least a little while longer um but he definitely you know I don't know if it's how how many eyes or ears it's bringing in but I you know he definitely just kind of does that and I've I've noticed that where he doesn't expect anything in return I think it's just a matter of he's one of those people much like yourself and whatever like where it's you just kind of want to see people grow and just see everybody do well yeah and i think like for me personally and i've i've said it before and i know that you've you echoed it when i said it i would love to get to the point where i was a full-time streamer and like i could pay my mods to that would be their job you know i'd stream eight hours a day they would mod their chat i'd be able to give them money because i would be making enough money to help support somebody else and i know that you said you'd love to be able to just do podcasts and be able to do the same with your friends and everything like that. And, um, you know, not everyone is like that. Not everyone is generally invested in someone else's success where with me, like for you, anytime that you hit me up and you're like, Hey man, want to do this? I'm like, absolutely. And it's not because of anything other than the fact that one, I enjoy doing it, but two, I love making content with you just because of the person that you are. And because we have that bond with each other where I know you're not coming to me because you want to get something out of it. And I'm not coming to you because you want to get something out of it. We both are just on this road together. And if we can help each other out, why not? You know, and then there's other people out there that have come to me and they've been like, Hey man, uh, you know, I'm just starting out on Twitch or whatever. Uh, help me out. And it's like, okay, cool. And I'll help them out a little bit and I'll see where it goes before I like really get invested in it. And a lot of those people, after I help them, uh, you know, they stop showing up or they stop hitting me up and it is what it is. You know what I mean? Uh, like I said, everybody's their own person. And, you know, sometimes that 
good-sided nature can be taken advantage of. Um, but I know at the end of the day, I help somebody out, whether they were grateful or not, that's on them. That doesn't change the kind of person that I am, you know? Exactly. Um, one of the things that you had kind of said earlier, and I wanted to uh, a little expand on it a little bit, at least from my perspective, was um, the just kind of fan interaction sort of thing. And the fact that like you, you had, I don't remember exactly what you said, but you, you mentioned about how, um, uh, just noticing yourself, um, not necessarily being like 100% in, in all of your streams. And the fact that people would ask you like, Hey, are you ever going to go back to streaming and things like that? And I know when I took, um, a break with lost with friends, part of it, I'm not going to lie. Like I said, lost with friends is, is obviously the biggest show. And even, um, earlier last year when I was in New York with Jake and Kevin and met up with a bunch of other losties and stuff, one of them, one of our friends from Australia was like, Oh yeah, you know, I listened to, I listened to your shows and I'm like, and we knew him through lost through the, the first lost con. So I said something, I'm like, Oh yeah, you know, like lost or whatever. And he's like, no, I listened to Paul and all. And Kevin goes, that's what he wants to hear. Meaning me. He's like, that's what he wants you to listen to is the Paul and alls. And I'm like, part of me is like, well, yeah, because as much as I love lost with friends and wrestling renegades, I feel like this is the show that I like the best because it's just a conversation between me and anyone else. And this is just like, this is the almost the exact same conversation that you and I would probably just have over text. Or if I was in your Twitch stream or something like that, you know what I mean? This is just a regular conversation that we would have. And, um, so part of it, and I'm not going to like, you know, I'm not going to put on a, a, a lie about it or anything. Like part of it was, I wanted to see if people would start listening to Paul and all or wrestling renegades a little more or whatever. Um, but part of it was this weird thing where, and it's it could have been people that that uh, have been on Lost with friends, or they just listened to it or whatever, where they kept saying to me, "Hey, when are, when are the new episodes coming up?" Or, "Hey, we recorded an episode. Is it ever going to go up?" Hey, you know, whatever. And it almost got to the point where people got mad at me because I wasn't posting things. And it's this weird thing where whether it's Twitch or YouTube or podcasts or even, you know, television or film or whatever, we and it sounds so weird to be like we as content creators, but realistically (laughs) we are in a sense. We as content creators, yeah, like we'll watch other things like you'll watch presumably you'll watch other streams or YouTube or listen to this or that. But at the end of the day, when it comes to like the content, like that's one of the main things that we're focusing on. Whereas the people who aren't doing the behind the scenes sort of things, they may have your stream. They may have Losi's stream. They may have my podcasts. They may watch, um, you know, whatever the, whatever the show is on TV or go out to the movies or whatever. So even though they, kind of say okay Paul hasn't uploaded a podcast in a while let me go to Pat's stream and I can get my fill of content here whereas for me I'm putting energy and like so much time and energy into doing the podcasts and that is a huge focus on what I'm doing where when it becomes draining that affects me it doesn't necessarily affect them because they can just go get their con uh, their content anywhere else i can't necessarily produce my content anywhere else do you know what i mean absolutely and i think that's when i like the unspoken kind of like grinds about content creation in general is until you get to the point where you can do it full-time you're balancing it with a full-time job or maybe a full-time job and a part-time job. And that was part of what was burning me out, right? Like I was working 40, 50 hours at my, my normal job. Then I was captain at the firehouse. So I was dealing with all kinds of stuff down there. Then I was still trying to stream like 20, 25 hours a week. Plus I recently got married. So like there was just a lot going on, you know what I mean? So like for me, it started to like bog me down to the point where like I felt like some of that stuff was affecting the content which is why i took this step back um you know obviously all that outside stuff definitely does affect it but once you hit that point where you can do it full time and you don't have a normal nine to five job or whatever your job is you know 
now you can just strictly focus on the content, which makes it a little bit easier once you finally hit that level. But that grind of getting there can be so crazy for some people. Um, you know, you were talking about before my friend Allison, she's a Twitch partner and she does it full time. And it took her, you know, a couple of years to get to that point. But now she literally doesn't have a job and all she does is stream five to six days a week, um, you know, eight to 12 hours a day. And she's doing whatever she wants to do. Um, she's making the content that she wants to make. And I think that was part of what bothered me going back to like what you were saying about, um, like lost with friends and wrestling renegades and stuff like that is that my channel started to really grow when I was playing Fortnite a lot, but I wasn't enjoying playing the game. You know what I mean? I wasn't, um, looking forward to it. I was playing with my friends and it was funny because I was playing with them and like we'd roast each other and we would still be winning games and you know, it made it easy. But like at the end of the day, when I sat back, I really didn't like the game. I really didn't like what my content was becoming. So I completely stopped playing it, you know, and obviously I lost some, some followers and viewers because of that, which is fine. Um, but for me personally, at the end of the day, like if I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it because I'm just playing whatever I want and people are coming in and chatting and hanging out because of the content and the person, not the game that I'm playing, uh, which makes it hard, which I think goes back to like what you're saying with Paul and all is it's just a normal conversation for you and that this is what you enjoy the most. And, um, you know, it's hard and, you know, it took me a lot of time to like really think about it and realize that like, Hey man, I'm just going to play whatever I feel like playing that day. And if people show up, great. And if they don't, great. You know, it, it is what it is. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, as long as I'm happy with the product, I put 100% of myself into it and I had fun doing it. That's all that really matters to me. You know, and at, at some point, if I blow up and, you know, I, I stuck true to myself, I can live with that, you know? Well, that's one of the things is like you said, like you lost people from playing Fortnite and whatever. And I remember kind of when you made that switch and there would still be a few people coming in your chat. Not that I was in there every day or anything, but there would still be people in your chat where it's like, well, hey, why aren't you playing Fortnite? And it's and you're just like, I, you know, it's just not really what I'm what I'm doing right now. And then they'd be like angry and they're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm not going to follow anymore. And you're like, OK. Or they're like, I'm going to I'm going to I'll donate this much. Uh, you know, to your PayPal or whatever, if you, if you go back to playing Fortnite and I remember you at one point taking a stand, like, it's not about that. It's about what makes me happy. Like you just said, you know, and whatever. Um, but I also know, uh, you, you mentioned your friend, Allison, I follow her on Twitter, I believe. And I know even she said, like you said about, uh, full-time, um, content creators and stuff. And I know even she has said, and I've read some of the, some of the, uh, threads that people have created off of her tweets where she's mentioned, um, you know, about the fact that like she, she wanted to stream and something came up or whatever. And people get so upset where they're just like, you said you were going to do this and you didn't. And I know when I was going back to posting all three shows that I do, everybody was like saying about like, oh yeah, you need to get back on a schedule and you need to, and like, obviously I think a schedule is, is very important, but part of it is like, whether it's full time or whatever, you know, I'm doing this all in my spare time and having fun with it and everything else. But it's like, it's a matter of, you know, as much as the audience is, is a big part of it. And I, it sounds weird to say the audience, but as much as the audience is like a weird part of it, it, I think it comes back to when does it work for you? You know, you, you could say, you know, you're going to stream every day at 6 PM Eastern. If something comes up or if you're just not feeling it that day, that's your thing. Like people shouldn't necessarily get angry about that. Or like if you decide, well, okay, I'm going to stream 6 PM every Wednesday and you decide to go up on a Thursday. Yeah. You may not necessarily get as many people dropping in because they didn't realize you were going to go live, but they also don't know that something may have come up on Wednesday and then people just become very angry about it. And like I said, it's just this weird thing where, okay, so they just don't necessarily understand you're focusing on creating your thing, whereas they're looking at it going, well, I have Pat's stream, I have Losi's stream, I have Allison's stream, I have Paul's podcast, I have this YouTuber that I watch and whatever. And like I said before, like they get their content from so many places, whereas we're just focusing on this one thing of content that I make. 
Yeah, and I think that's hard for some people to understand, right? Because they don't they don't realize how much time really goes into having to make content like for YouTube, for podcasts. Cause I used to do a sports podcast for the longest time. And I had to dedicate a lot of time to myself to get it done, you know, to do it and link up with friends and be able to, to do it the right way. And it's just one of those things where it's like, some people don't have an appreciation for it cause they don't do it. And they may not necessarily understand how hard that it is to continuously be putting out content on a normal basis. Like for Allison, she is someone that will stream 50 plus hours a week. That is a lot of time behind a computer with the lights on, you know, you have a spotlight in your face or whatever the case is. You're sitting there playing games. You're talking to chat. You have to be high energy because you're, you don't want people to leave. Like, and she's, I'm sorry to interrupt, but she's also a female. So she's, I mean, not that males don't get it as well, but she's getting, you know, harassed in the chat as well. Yeah. That's, I give her so much props because that's something that is super understated for all female streamers. Um, And, you know, I don't want anyone to take that the wrong way. But, like, for me, I see it because I'm friends with so many uh, streamers in general. But I've seen so many female streamers just get blasted in chat for no reason. Um, You know, people will come in and just start going off because of the clothes that they're wearing that day. And it's one of those things where it's like, hey, man, like, if you can't deal with a girl wearing a normal tank top, like maybe you need to worry about yourself a little bit more than what that person is wearing. You know what I mean? But like she deals with it on a constant basis, but because she's a partner and because she streams as much as she does when she's going through something, because every, let's face it, everyone has their own thing going on in their life, right? Nobody's perfect. Everybody's got their own shit that they got to deal with. And it's one of those things for me where it's like, If she's streaming and giving you 50 plus hours of content a week, if she wants to take a night off, shut the fuck up and let her take the night off. You know what I mean? Exactly. What's the big deal? You know what I mean? Like there's hundreds of thousands of other streamers. There's more content on YouTube than what anybody knows what to do with. You know, so what are we what are we really mad at? I mean, and don't get me wrong, like there are people, whether it's, I I mean, even, even, um, you and, uh, Joe who's been on and, and Russo and things like that, when you guys were also taking your breaks, I remember messaging all of you guys going like, Hey, is everything okay? And whether it led to a deeper conversation or whatever, it was just a matter of, you know, sometimes people go through things and it was like, there are even, um, there are even YouTubers that I watch and even podcasts that I listen to and stuff. And it's like when they're not, I I mean, I do notice when they're not there, obviously, but I'm not going to like go to all of their social media and be like, you so-and-so I didn't get my podcast this week or whatever. And not that anybody has necessarily like harassed me personally that much. But like I said, like even when you switched from like playing Fortnite, I, like I said, I remember people coming into your, into your chat being like, you need to go back to it. Your channel isn't gonna, isn't gonna thrive if you're not playing Fortnite and whatever. And I, like I said, I just remember, and I mean, you even just did it before where you're just like, if, if that's the case, then that's the case. Cause you want to be true to yourself, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think that that's something that's like very understated when you're talking about content creation is that people get trapped in that bubble where they're only, they only play certain things, but then you have the viewers, which obviously some people have their own opinions, but I go back and I think of like I'll bring up Ninja again. Ninja is somebody that when he plays Fortnite, he's got anywhere from 30 to 80,000 people watching him at one time, which is fucking insane in my opinion, right? Like that's that's crazy. Um but when he plays anything other than Fortnite, there's a little literal fraction of that in his chat. Um, he went and he was like, Hey man, I want to play final fantasy tonight. And he sat there playing final fantasy and there was less than 3000 people in his chat. 
So you're talking about more than a tenth of his viewership that a little less than a tenth actually of his viewership that actually stuck by, watched the content, left it at what it was, and they sat there because they like Ninja. You know what I mean? And then you have all these other people that were like, oh, he's not playing Fortnite, I'm not watching him. And it's like, okay, I get it. And that's just so sad though, because it's like like there are certain people, and again, it could be it could be Twitch streamers, it could be podcasts, it could be YouTube, it could be television where I you know television like we okay we both like lost that's how we met we both admit there are bad episodes of lost but I, you know Absolutely. i'd still watch them but and sometimes you know i'd rather watch something else or whatever but to just basically say like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna watch this thing because you're not doing exactly what i like that's just such like i don't know i can't even i mean obviously i could fathom it because i've seen it but it's just so strange to me yeah, it's one of those things where, like, when you sit back and you, like, really think about what a content creator does, and they're, everything is based off of what somebody wants to watch or listen to or whatever the case is, right? So, like, for me, if I'm rocking out to whatever I want to rock out to, I'm cool with that. I've had people come into my chat and be like, hey, man, why isn't so-and-so streaming? Typically Russo. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, Russo's, Russo's minions were all Fortnite people. You know what I mean? So I'll still get them coming to my chat and they're like, hey, why isn't Russo streaming? I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, he's playing Blackout right now and his computer can't stream it for whatever reason or, you know, whatever the case is. But it's one of those things for me where I'm like, I don't really care. You know, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, whatever's going on with Russo, like, you don't need to come into my chat and bombard me with questions about Russo or why I'm not playing a certain game or why I'm not doing this anymore. You know, you're going to get the honest answer because I'm I'm just – I'm an honest person and that's what you're going to get from me. Um, but, like, I sat there and I think about it and I'm, like, why are people so wrapped up in certain stuff? And then, like, when I see somebody like Ninja – have that insane drop in viewership, then I'm like, okay, so the biggest name on Twitch can't even hold his viewers if he's not playing a certain game, you know? So like, there's just a huge influx of these new people that came to Twitch that don't know anything other than pro Fortnite play. And that's all they care about is Fortnite play. They don't like other video games. They like that game because it's free and their parents let them play when they're not doing homework or at school or whatever, which is okay you know that's not my concern but they don't understand like what twitch was originated off of or what content creation in general was created off of which was entertainment over gameplay not gameplay over entertainment well i mean how many times and and i'm not a video game fan and how many times have i come into your chat or even russo's or, or joe or anybody else and I mean, granted, it all started because you're my friend. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll support him because he's my friend and whatever. But it it became, hey, I want to go and interact with this guy or whatever. There's somebody at work that I know that's just getting into um, streaming rock band, I think, on Twitch. I was in his I was in his oh, chat nice. last night and I don't I mean, I, I listen to music, obviously, but like. I don't really care about rock band. I mean, how many, again, how many times have I come into your thing and I'm just like, yeah, you know, what game is this? Or I don't understand this or whatever, because I'm not a game person. I come in there because I want to interact with you or see who you're playing with so that I can be like, Oh, Hey, so-and-so, how are you? Or whatever. You know what I mean? Because to me, it's a, and I mean, you, I mean, when you're doing it, it's not just you, it's all of the guys like, you know, you have funny conversations and all that sort of stuff. That's personally why I go, I don't necessarily go to watch, watch you guys um, play whatever games you're playing. It's more the interaction that you have with your audience and with your friends or whoever you happen to be uh, playing with. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing about content creation, especially Twitch, right? Like it's one of those things for me where it's like, I would rather be known as the funny Twitch guy with average gameplay, but is doing it the way that he wants rather than to be stuck in like a bubble of like, Hey, 
you have to play this. And if you don't, you're not going to be successful. You know, like um, my personally, one of my favorite streamers, um, his name's Tim the Tapman. Uh, he's just a really funny person. Um, I'm constantly laughing while I'm in his chat. So for me, it's one of those things where it's like, I want to be in his chat because it's funny to me. You know, it's hysterical to me. So why wouldn't I want to be there? But I'm never like, oh, I'm not going to watch him because he's playing this. Now, I will say, because he plays with other big streamers, if he's playing with certain streamers that I don't like because they're cringy, I probably won't stick around. And that's the weird thing with Twitch is because you have so many other variables that go into it where it's like, ah, uh, this guy like really annoys me. I'm probably not going to hang out for too long. Um, you know, I've gotten that, you know, I've already said, I'm not the biggest fan of Ninja and a lot of people, you know, that's their favorite streamer or whatever, which is cool. But like, for me, I'm like, ah, I'm not a fan. I, he makes me cringe sometimes. So like when Tim's playing with him, I'm like, ah, I don't know if I really want to listen to this right now. Cause I kind of just want to like, I don't know, just kind of listen to anything but ninja you know well that's i mean again like i said i watch a lot of youtube i mean i listen to podcasts as well but i I watch a lot of a lot of youtube and stuff and if somebody that i watch is doing like a collaboration video with somebody who i'm not that big on and it's like i want to support that person but i don't want to support the person that they're collaborating with it's kind of a, a an iffy situation there but in a similar vein to what you were saying with just like hanging out with your friends and whatever that's one of the reasons that um that I kind of built a lot of the the clock shelf stuff, Paul and all, wrestling, renegades, or lost with friends, based off of just, hey, I think that my friends and I are funny and we have good conversations, and I think that other people would like those conversations too, whether it be about wrestling or lost or just a, a conversation on Paul and all in general. Like, there are some of my favorite things, and, and I'm not just saying this because he's my best friend, but some of my favorite conversations are ones that I've had on mic with Jake and then we got to put those out there and see if everybody else thought they were funny too sometimes they do sometimes they don't same with you like last time you were on here I think you me Russo and Joe uh yeah and Joe had a great conversation and whether people liked it or not that's I mean it was it was fun for me I'm assuming it was fun for you and those guys and like that was what it was because it was just having fun with my friends doing the thing that I like to do which is talking with them and and hearing them uh you know tell different stories and things like that you know yeah absolutely and I think that that's like one of the I kind of like understated in a sense it's like like I've been saying like if you're not true to yourself then what's the what's the point you know, what are you getting at? Um, you know, so for me, it's like, all right, well, I I love coming on the podcast for exactly what you're saying. I just enjoy the conversations. I enjoy having that interaction, that back and forth, and there's no strings attached and there's no nothing attached. We're just, we're friends. So it makes it easy for me, you know? Um, so that's kind of like, I guess the overall like thing for me is like, I don't, I don't like to play or do things that I'm not truly interested in, um, you know, and I won't do something just for the sake of views or for, you know, whatever. Um, you know, I'd rather just stay true to myself. And when people come and they rock out, we rock out, you know, it's cool. Um, but I'm not, I'm never going to be the guy that sits back and, you know, just puts myself in a bubble of like, Hey, I'm only going to play this game or I'm only going to do this kind of content because, uh, you know, I just see, I see better results this way. Um, you know, obviously some stuff has to be calculated. Um, but it's, it's not anything that I'm just going to put myself in a bubble for. It doesn't make sense. Well, that was again with the, one of the reasons that I took a break from, from doing lost with friends was because I was realizing that I was getting, you know, I'm about tw a little less than 20 episodes, I think, give or take from, being at the end of the series and part of my thought process was well okay once i'm done what then you know are are the are the listeners gonna stick around are they gonna listen to paul and all you know they're probably not gonna listen to wrestling renegades which is fine but like are they gonna listen to paul and all if i have another show about you know um 
Harry Potter or Battlestar Galactica or video games? Are they going to listen to that? Am I going to get new listeners off of that? Like that was kind of one of the things where I was just like, okay, you know, as much as I want to be, like you said, be like, be true to yourself and and do what you want to do. Like there's a, a part of me that was like, okay, so um, I finish, you know, if I finish Lost with Friends, the next week, do I immediately start and like say, hey, Pat, do you want to do the pilot of Lost because you weren't around as a friend when I started it? And it's like, well, no, like I, personally, I don't want to do that. I'm probably going to finish up Lost with Friends and not watch it maybe for like two years. <laughs> yeah, because why you don't want to go back through all the same content just with different voices. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't really make uh, it doesn't really make sense for you you know but in the same like something like wrestling renegades and with lost right you're you're in that bubble wrestling's forever going so you're never going to run out of content to cover um where with lost it's over and it's done with you know so do you move to a new show and you know change the title and leave lost with friends dead or do you come up with you know hey we're gonna do an anniversary i don't know some kind of different theories you know where you have a couple people and everyone talks about theories or favorite moments and just like collaborate once the show's done and you only do a couple more episodes and you call it but to go all the way back and rehash everything doesn't really make sense yeah you know and actually that is uh exclusive here that is one of the things that i do have an idea for is like potential ideas you know what I could do once lost with friends is over, but it would, it would definitely not be like a weekly thing. You know, it might be like every two months put up like something under the lost with friends banner, but yeah, no, I, I don't want to, I don't want to rehash the same thing. And it's, it, that's what, to me, that's part of why I took a little bit of a, of a break from doing every doing at least lost with friends was because like I said, it was like, that's my, out of the three that that's my biggest show and I kind of had that fear, you know, in addition to anything else that was going on in my personal life or anything like that, I, I kind of had a fear of like, once it's over, do, do I have to stop everything? Is everything that I do just going to become irrelevant? And I, part of me was like, well, if I never finish it, that'll never happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think there's definitely some cool things and I'll text you or we'll talk about it afterwards once we're off. Cause I don't want to give anything away, but there's a few ideas that like I even came was like, Oh, this would be pretty cool. If Paul was to do something like this, um, you know, with that show, but just like that show. And I've said it before, uh, once it ends, man, I don't want to see like a reboot of lost. It, some things are just better off being what they are. And, you know, um, I think it'll challenge you in certain ways because it, one, obviously, not that you'll lose that show, but you won't be recording it as much and you'll have to put more time into Paul and All and um, Wrestling Renegades. But Or you pick a different show and you go based off that. The cool thing with Lost with Friends was the fact that you got to meet so many different people that had the same obsession um, you know, that you did. So it made it very, very easy. Um, but like for me personally, the reason why I like Paul and All is it reminds me a lot of like, some of my other favorite podcasts, you know, like Joe Rogan, for example, Joe Rogan has guests on his show and they never have a script on what they're talking about. They just go in and they just dive in and they just go, you know, whatever comes out is whatever comes out. They just talk about whatever, um, you know, but that free flowing convo back and forth to me is like, it's more, inter not more entertaining, but it's more natural. It makes you feel like you're part of the conversation if you're a listener or a viewer. Okay, one, thank you for comparing me kind of to Joe Rogan. That's awesome. <laughs> and two, no, that's the thing. And I mean, even before we before we started this today, like one of the like um, there was the potential that I was going to record uh, a Paul and all with Jake recently. And it I mean, not that I couldn't have just like we, we, we obviously we could have found something to talk about. But part of the thing is like I, I always like to at least go in with something like when I said to you, I'm like, hey, I have kind of this content creator question topic. And I mean, it, it led to a bunch of other stuff that actually our hour is just about up now. Um, and that's the thing is like 
you know, even people like with Lost with Friends, they've listened to it and they've said like, oh man, like they've sent me messages or, or you know, whatever, where they're just like, oh man, I wish I would have been on this one because I'm listening and I just wanted to jump in. And that's the thing is I feel like with certain episodes of that show early on, you could tell that the conversation was more... Maybe, maybe maybe people can't tell, and I guess that's a good thing, but there were just certain ones where the conversation was just so lively and it just felt so fresh and we were throwing out ideas and theories and here's what I think about this and here's what I think about that. Whereas as it went on, I felt at least, like I said earlier, that it kind of became formulaic where some of the stuff, not that every episode of Lost has like some sort of in-depth theory or anything like that that has to be talked about for, you know, 20 minutes, but there were just certain things where I was just like, yep, this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and there would be nobody commenting because it's like, yeah, because they there was just there's nothing really to talk about there was no kind of back and forth to that and so that kind of became like okay is this even is it even interesting to me is it interesting to the to the guests anymore you know and so there that was one of the things there were so many reasons that I that I took a break and um part of this like I said was I wanted to ask you your your thoughts on you know taking a break and and just getting the mental health aspect of it back. I, I did want to, um, I'm sorry, Pat, I'm going to admit, I kind of used you a little bit because I wanted to explain my reasons a little bit for taking a break from Lost with Friends for so long. Um, but mostly I just figured that you would be one of the best people seeing as you are a you know daily or at least multiple times a week content creator like myself and you come at it from the live perspective which is very different and I just I mean I'm so glad this worked out as well as it did I'm I I think this was a fantastic episode (laughs) yeah I I completely agree and like I was saying the thing with I like that it's not linear you know we can just kind of talk about whatever and have that free-flowing convo um you know i'm actually i was i'm glad that this was the question once you actually brought it up uh i wish you could have saw my face because i smiled because it's so relatable for me um you know and it was something where i just took that break you know i only really started rededicating myself to streaming about a month or so ago maybe a month and a half ago um you know so it's still fresh to me and i i still feel uh, very revitalized with everything in, in streaming. And, um, you know, I just have a different outlook and everything. So I was actually very happy that this was uh, the direction that the show is going because it is so relatable. And I think that so many people go through the same things and, you know, some people don't want to admit it because they're embarrassed or, um, you know, they don't want it to look a certain way. But, you know, I think if a lot of people were a little bit more honest with themselves and had a little bit more self-reflection, it may help them kind of revitalize and become, get those creative juices flowing a little bit more, you know, and kind of be able to just set themselves back up on a path that they want to be on. Um, you know, so I was, I was more than happy that, you know, that was the subject. So thank you. Um, I'm, I'm, I think I would agree with that where a lot of people don't necessarily, um, say that that's what it is because, you know, I'm not saying that like, cause I have friends who have, uh, legitimately been diagnosed with depression or other mental health related things. I've never, I've never had any of that. So I, I try not to necessarily say like, Oh, I'm having a mental health issue today or anything. Cause I don't want to, it's, it's not like a thing to make a joke out of in my opinion. And so I try not to necessarily say that, but you know, like we said, I, you know, everybody has like low points with something at some point, And I, I felt that it would be, something that you know not a lot of people talk about or when people do talk about it it tends to be like a lot of the things that i see is like when famous youtubers do it and they're just like i'm gonna take a break and then they come back and they have a video where it's like here's why i've been gone and then everybody's like oh mental health mental health and like oh you know i didn't realize they were going through all these things and you know it could be an actor who's like i'm checking myself into rehab or something like that But it's also one of those things where, like, you know, we've said it throughout this whole thing. Almost everybody that appears on my stuff is a very good friend of mine. 
a lot of people that appear, you know, whether it's uh, as fellow gamers on your stream or just in the chat in your stream, they're they're good friends or whatever. And so, like, this is, you know, not just a thing that happens to famous people because they get burned out or whatever. Like, this is something that happens to everybody in any form of of content creation or anything really it could be your your you know job that isn't content creation it could be you know with your whatever you have going on in life i also felt that this would be uh or could be a good thing for some of the people who just consume content to listen to as well because they won't necessarily like we said earlier they don't necessarily get this side of it from the kind of behind the curtain of the the content creator thing they just a lot of them just look at it as you weren't posting today or you weren't streaming today or whatever and that makes me mad and it's like they may not realize like hey you know what i'm going through something like you you know please with all respect give me a break (laughs) you know yeah and i think i i completely agree with you is i i do love the fact that both sides could potentially see it and understand it from each other like i was saying i personally have gone through uh a lot of anxiety issues i've gone through depression issues um we were talking about allison before allison's gone through uh, a lot of depression issues and that's you know she comes to me with some stuff i go to her with some stuff because we're friends like that but a lot of people don't understand it because you don't need to necessarily divulge that information to the public if you don't have to, you know, and, uh, I give Allison a lot of props because she's talked about it on stream. She's talked about it in her discord. She's even tweeted about it. And some people still don't understand, um, you know, that sometimes just a day or a night of not making content and just being able to hang out and not have to worry, have the pressure. It allows people to reset a little bit and they can kind of get, you know, where they need to be to feel comfortable being creators again. Well, yeah, because I mean, as much as like you are who you are when you're on stream, like I know you relatively well, we've only ever like hung out like, you know, that one time in Hawaii, but like, I think we know each other relatively well, but like, so I know that you are who you are on stream. And for the most part, I'd say like 99% of the time I am who I am on any of these shows, but in a weird sense, we're still as soon as as soon as the mic turns on or the camera turns on or whatever it's still almost a character that you have to put on because you whether you're you know if you're happy if even if you're even if you're sad that day you know your boss yelled at you at work or whatever you still have to bring the energy and bring the the pep and be like in my case as the as the host of this and even in your case as as the guy on the stream you kind of have to be like the leader of the of the thing and you know it's it's this weird thing where it's like you're yourself but you're also kind of a character of yourself as well and i don't think a lot of people realize that yeah i agree because you don't want to do anything that's going to upset somebody um you know you don't you want to be that person you want to be that outlet for people uh regardless and you know this is something that i can't stress enough either is that like i've had plenty of people subscribe to me you know Twitch works that way. You can donate money directly to streamers. I've had people donate hundreds of dollars to me, which means an insane amount as far as support is concerned. But the best I've ever felt is when someone came into my stream and told me that I they were having a shitty day and that my channel made them feel better. You know, like I made that person laugh and they were having a terrible week or terrible day. And they were like, you know, I come into your channel because you helped me escape some of that stuff. And to me, that is worth more than anything else is the fact that like someone comes to my channel because they can have that outlet and they can laugh and they don't have any of those worries. I've Um, been that person in your chat. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and like to me, that means more to me than any, donation or subscription is ever going to be worth because I can look at it and see like, okay, well me being online and me being able to have these interactions with people actually impacts people's personal lives or their days. Um, you know, and that's, 
and you know, I see it with other streamers all the time. I see other people say it to streamers all the time. I never thought I would be that person where I'd be able to sit here and be like, hey, you know, this person's legitimately had a good day because they spent time on my channel. That's, you know, that's all I could ever ask for. 100%. Um, all right, so we are just about at our hour. So, Pat, if you want to tell them where they can find you on Twitch so that they can be a part of the chat and, you know, potentially donate hundreds of dollars to you and things like that, <laughs> where can they find you on Twitch or any other social media? So you guys can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash kingcash. It's K-A-S-C-H. Uh, or on Twitter, KingCash22, same spelling. Um, either of those, I'm pretty much always on Twitter. I'm very active on, on Twitter as far as responding with people. And like I said, I stream about five to six nights a week, um, probably about 25, 30 hours. So I'm live a lot. Stop in. Paul's usually there. We can have convos about whatever. Feel feel more than free, guys. And, of course, uh, Clock Shelves on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. There actually is a Clock Shelves Twitch. There is at least one, I think, one video up on there still. Um, it was the video version of the 100th episode of Paul and All, if you're interested in that. Um, but, yeah, that's Clock Shelves, C-L-O-C-K-S-H-E-L-V-E-S. Uh, Pat, thank you so much for being on here. I'm so glad that we got to have this conversation. Um, I feel, I don't want to necessarily speak for you, but I feel like this, uh, was, um, a little therapeutic, at least for me. It was for me as well, man. I love, uh, you know, sometimes just being able to talk about stuff, uh, works in mysterious ways, especially being able to talk with somebody that, that you trust. And, you know, um, I love that about, about you and how honest, uh, our conversations always are, so I definitely appreciate it, man. You've stroked my ego so much during this episode. <laughs> I better end it now before I get too much of a big head. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>